This is episode 708 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, The Importance of Rest. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, I'm really excited about a project that I just completed. Believers are always wrestling with the fact that, or the question, is preparedness biblical? So I've put together a small group video-based Bible study to answer that question. Now this is perfect for Sunday school groups, small groups, home groups, or just a group of friends who want to get together and who want to look at scripture, but also learn about preparedness and how to get prepared. Now, the Bible study comes with a leader's guide, complete with two sets of discussion questions for each session, Bible study questions and preparedness questions. I've also included preparedness-based icebreakers and other resources that would be valuable to anyone going through this study. And the great thing is, you don't have to be an expert in the Bible or preparedness to lead this. You just need to show the videos and read the questions for discussion. If you're interested in starting a small group for your friends, or even if you would like to make your church or pastor aware of this study, you can find the link in the show notes. Hey, I also want to make you aware of the top 10 articles on Prepper website that you can receive in your email every week that normally goes out Saturday evening. And so it's five bucks a month. And this is a service that people have asked for in the past. And I just never had the software to do it. And I and I have it now. And so uh, I can put together the, the top 10 most popular articles and send it to you in a nice newsletter format. And uh, it's really nice and appealing and you can click on it and you can kind of go and you don't have to sift through all the different articles on Prepper website. So again, like I said, it's $5 a month if you want to participate in that. And uh, I have a link in the show notes. The cool thing about it is that even if you're a podcast listener and maybe one podcast a month or one podcast a, uh, a week is not enough for you. You might want to grab these articles and throw them in your pocket app. And that way you can uh, you can listen to uh, those articles there because uh, the pocket app will read it to you. So this is over at Buy Me A Coffee. And so you can follow me there. I try to also post things. Uh, just It's kind of like my social media in a way. I post uh, things that I'm thinking about or pictures and different things like that. So if uh, you know you want to go take part of the uh, or be a part of the, the top 10 on Prepper website, you can go over there. Or if you just want to uh, just see what I'm doing, you can kind of pop over there as well. Hey, listen, as I'm recording this, uh, Louisiana is getting hit by or the Gulf Coast, uh, Louisiana, and I'm, I'm sure some of Mississippi as well is getting hit by Hurricane Ida. And I got a feel for these the people in Louisiana. It seems like they've been hit multiple, multiple times this hurricane season, and they keep getting it. And so uh, just, just keep them in your prayers, even after the aftermath of it. It's not done once the hurricane is, is there. And also, those of you that are in the path of, when you look at the cone and the way that it's going to be going, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit Louisiana, and then I guess the cone has it going northeast. I remember when Hurricane Ike hit Uh, the Houston area, you know, hit Texas. I remember reading articles of people that were way up north talking about the remnants of Hurricane Ike. 
and I can't remember who it was. It was one website author who, or one blogger who was talking about Hurricane Ike. And I'm like, hey, are you, I emailed them. I'm like, are you in the Houston area? Where are you? And uh, they said, no, you know, other people have asked me that. Why are you asking? And I said, because you're talking about Hurricane Ike. And he said, no, man, we, we received the, the aftermath. I mean, the rain and all of that was, it was a, it was an event for us. And I can't, they're way up North. It was really crazy about all of that. And so uh, even those of you that are still in in the path of the, the remnants, when it hits land, it's supposed to be hitting at a, at a category four. And so um, right now they're, they're getting bombarded with the rain bands and they'll just continue to go from there. And uh, just another reason to be prepared. And another, you know, for those of us who aren't in, in this situation right now, not, not affected by this, it's another reason to be able to point to it and tell other people like, hey, this is why you get prepared is because you have this situation that could happen. And knowing what to do in this situation is important. You don't want to wait until you hear about a hurricane hitting your state or hitting your area, you know, to start saying, OK, what do I do? How do I prepare for a hurricane? You want to already know what to do. And so, uh, you know, just keep uh, people in Louisiana and, the, and everybody else who's going to be in uh, the track of this storm um, in your prayers. I think that's going to be uh, be important and we'll be watching to make sure that uh, or to see what happens. You know, uh, there's just a lot of things in the in the world going on. You have that. There's still fires going on in different places. You've got Afghanistan going on and the economy. And then all, you know, it all comes down to like our own personal stuff as well. It's all this stuff plus our own personal things that we're dealing with. And we'll get into that here in the, in a minute in this episode. Hey, I want to just remind you, I'm going to throw this out one more time. Uh, my friend Mick Rowan has a new podcast where he is doing his uh, first book, Siege of New Hampshire, and he is reading it. So he did release chapter two. Um, I think it's uh, he's doing a great job. He's doing it all in-house and I think it's it's pretty phenomenal. So if you are not listening to that, you're looking for another podcast to follow, I would definitely go check that one out. I have a link in the show notes so that you can quickly go over there and uh, and follow him over on Podbean and uh, add that to your podcast catcher. Hey, I received a review and this one was really cool. This isn't one that I would have normally been able to see, but I do have a website that I go to that brings in the reviews from all over the world. Um, this one is from Spain, and it's from JJ in Spain, and I thought it was really cool because yeah, I wouldn't have seen it in iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it now. Uh, the only way that I would have been able to see it is through this other through this other re, you know website where it catches all the different reviews from all over the world. And so he says, this podcast provides you with plenty of good information, high-quality articles and interviews with some of the best-known gurus of the prepper sphere covering virtually every aspect of prepping. I really appreciate Todd's way of speaking and his commentary, always polite, neutral, and calm, which makes the difference for anyone who doesn't have English as their primary language. Greetings from Spain and keep up the good work. Hey, JJ, thanks so much for that. And I greatly appreciate it. I appreciate any reviews that I get out there. And so uh, if you wanted to see this one, you would have to go to iTunes and switch your country to Spain, and then it would pop up. And so uh, again, I'm very appreciative of, when people review the the um, the podcast and also rate it, and uh, just thank you so much for that. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this episode. You know, you might not realize it, but you are probably living in a high stress situation. 
just dealing with COVID and all the news that surrounds that, coupled with talks of shortages, the economy, and then again, like I said, all the stuff that we deal with on a personal basis. All of that can bring on so much stress that you wind up sick. Yeah, physically sick. Now, believe me, I know. One way to heal yourself now and when the balloon goes up is to rest. But what does that mean? So I'm going to tell you guys, as we move into this article, don't discount this information. There's going to be people like, yeah, Todd, you know, when when things are tough, you just push through. And yeah, you do. When things are tough, you push through. But you got to also understand that not resting, not being rested is in and not having good sleep not doing those types of things can really get you feeling bad, can really get you sick, can, you know, one of the things that happens when you rest and you sleep is your body is being repaired. And that's really, truly important here. So I'm going to jump into this article. It comes to us from prepschooldaily.blogspot.com. Jennifer over there does a great job of putting out uh, articles almost on, on a daily basis. Um, she's uh, just a, a, a machine, I guess. <laughs> she's putting out great, great stuff. Some of the articles are not very long, but it's a lot of great information. And so uh, if you if you are looking for a website to go check out, you definitely go check out prepschooldaily.blogspot.com. But let's go ahead and jump into this one. This is called The Importance of Rest. Many moons ago, as I was completing a bachelor's degree in Russian, the professors gathered the graduating students together and offered some counsel for the upcoming study abroad program in Leningrad in Moscow. We would be in class all morning, five days a week, but the rest of the time was ours for visiting museums, exploring parks, attending concerts, and making friends. Because we would be there only two months, the temptation would be great to pack in as much as possible in our limited time. This, they emphasized, was a very bad idea. The study abroad programs in Leningrad and Moscow involved a drastically different climate, a distinctive society, experiences that would challenge us mentally, and let's not even get started on the abrupt change in diet. Overwhelmingly, our bodies with these changes ran the real risk of getting us sick and ruining the experiences afforded this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The professor strongly urged us to rest in our rooms every third day. I wasn't totally convinced of the need for all this rest, but I didn't want to get sick in a foreign country, especially the USSR, so I chose to heed their counsel. I'm not sure it made a difference, but I do know that I didn't get sick and I was very well rested during the experience. Likewise, when the government and economy fail here, we may find ourselves in a totally different situation. While the climate may remain the same for many of us, others may be affected by drastic changes in temperature, humidity, or altitude. We'll quite possibly be under a lot of stress, presented with some unfamiliar challenges, and meeting new people or more people than we are used to. Some of those fortunate enough to have stored food but foolish enough to not use it regularly will be dealing with the intestinal distress that accompanies a drastic change in diet. Rest is not just about getting enough sleep. Unfortunately, the concept of rest has mostly been lost in American society. It's just not compatible with the go-go-go American lifestyle. We're some of the poorest patients on the planet when it comes to resting when ill or injured. The Puritan work ethic that our parents instilled in us compels us to work 
when sick and keep plugging along even when injured. Knowing there is the safety net of modern medical care and insurance means we don't worry about the possibility of negative consequences of not resting when it is called for. And yes, I know the number of people who possess some kind of work ethic is rapidly diminishing. Even now, it looks as if they're about to make America's most wanted list. In a collapsed society, when not getting the physical rest that is needed may result in becoming sicker or doing worse damage to the body, rest will become respected and important again. When God created the earth, he established the Sabbath, every seventh day as a day of rest. For most of this country's history, the people observed this commandment. Farmers, as the vast majority of this country was at its inception, truly looked forward to the Sabbath after six days of hard labor. The two years that I raised a massive garden in Missouri, working all morning in the garden and then all afternoon in the kitchen to preserve the produce, I genuinely welcomed each Sabbath day of rest. He who created our bodies knew that we needed to rest from our physical labors and that we also needed to set a day to reconnect with and worship Him. How we accomplish this is a personal matter. As important as a personal relationship with God and observing the Sabbath is for physical and mental rest, there are additional options for taking a break and easing our minds. In a world where cell phones and electronic entertainment may no longer exist, we need to be prepared to relax and mentally rest in other ways. As a bonus, many of the suggestions below can be used when we are physically resting as well, especially when forced to do so due to illness or injury. Now, books are not just a great mental escape from a challenge, a challenging reality for those who need it, but they are also a wonderful way to connect with the rest of the family when they are read aloud and enjoyed together. The autobiographical accounts of Farley Mowat, the dog who wouldn't be, and Owls in the Family, and Ralph Moody, the Little Britches series, are entertaining, even hysterically funny at times, while also presenting wonderful examples of self-reliance, thrift, hard work, and the importance of family. Hobbies allow us to express our creative side while also producing essential items for the family. Knitting, sewing, weaving, woodworking, gunsmithing, all will be critical skills in the days ahead. Engaging in an enjoyable hobby provides us time to think through our problems and relieve stress. Games provide engaging teaching opportunities for younger children and time to enjoy relationships. They don't have to take a long time. Even a 5-10 to ten minute game can provide a much needed mental break from the day's challenges. Aromatherapy with essential oils or candles can create a relaxing atmosphere. Rosemary essential oil is an excellent choice, as is peppermint. So when our society crumbles, most people will not be in a position to rest, even when they sorely need it. People who are not ready for the train to leave the rails will spend every waking minute just trying to survive. Those who have prepared will not need to panic and will be able to rest as they should to maintain peak performance during the crisis. They will be healthier and better able to focus. In short, the fact that they can rest and rejuvenate their bodies means they and their families will be far more likely to survive a disaster. All right, so like I said, great article. It wasn't very long, but provides you with some information and really some food for thought. Again, like I said, don't discount this information. You know, having uh, an opportunity to rest is going to be very, very important. 
Now, I'm very grateful that uh, all my family lives here in in the Houston area, and even even my in-laws and, and and all of that. You know, we all live here. It was always a, a thing for me when I was on the campus working as an assistant principal. When I would see my teachers that they were coming back from, uh, like I don't know, like Christmas break, and they were coming back that Sunday. You know, they were driving like all day to make it back, and Monday was going to be, uh, you know, the first day of school. You know, for the second semester or whatever, and they were driving all Sunday, and I was just it was so hard for me to re, you know to to think about how these people were doing it. You know, because you you know if you're driving in a car all day long, and it just kind of wears you out, and then of course. When you're with family, you're trying to do everything that you can, and then you got the holidays, and then you have all that, you know. And then you know it's one reason why people stay sick a lot of the times because they're always on the go. And so it was one of those things. I was always always grateful for my breaks that I was able to be here. So I started looking up some of this information and just talking about uh, rest and and sleep and and what happens to your body when you relax. So there is an article over at WebMD, and of course you shouldn't trust just everything you read on on the uh, on the internet, right? But uh, I think WebMD people go to it for some advice, and I think this is is good good stuff here. So what happens to your body when you relax? So your heart rate slows, and I think that's important. So if you feel like, you know, you are in a stressful situation. And so I know that Jennifer's article was talking about, you know, when the balloon goes up when when she, I think she said when the train leaves the rails and all those different kinds of things. But I'm telling you, I think now people are like really stressed even right now. And we might, we, you might not feel like the, the train has left the rails. You know, you might not have felt like the balloon has gone up. I mean, some of us might feel like that. And other people are like, no, things are still pretty much intact. So even now, I think this can possibly happen. You know, different things that can be going on, you know, at work in stressful situations, stressful situations with your family, stressful situations where you live, just in your community. All those different kinds of things can add to stress in your life and could cause your heart rate to continue to be, you know, uh, accelerated, you know, and, and, uh, keep you at that, that high level. So when you are able to relax, your heart rate slows down. I think that's really important. You need that, you know, you need your, your, the ability to, to settle down and allow your heart to settle down. Moving on here, there's a couple of other things. When you rest, your blood pressure goes down. So I got to tell you this last week, um, actually missed the um, the Tuesday night meetup with uh, with the group because I was, I was feeling like my blood pressure was up. So it was one or the other. It was either um, my heart was kind of racing. I felt like maybe my blood pressure was up. There were some times where I was, uh, I was dizzy. I had a really, really bad headache. So I asked my friend Mick, Mick Rowland of, of uh, the Siege of, of New Hampshire, if he would, you know, take the uh, take the meeting, if he would host it. And so I turned it on and, and, and let him go and made him a host in it. And I was able to relax. But it turned out that it was it was a it was sinus. And it was it was so bad. The, the sinus pressure was so bad. I've never experienced it like this before. I had such a headache that uh, it was it was crazy. But on top of that, it's been very stressful at work getting the year started. It's just, you know, one thing on top of another that things that are going on. So, you know, I'm weighing this as someone who is trying to stay on top of my health and to to maintain, you know, a, a healthy 
uh, system right now because of all the things that are going on. So I'm like, okay, the dizziness, uh, the, you know, my, my heart racing a little bit. Is that, you know, stress? Is that my blood pressure? Um, the, the, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff, or is it something else? So it did turn out to be sinus pressure the next day. And I talked to a couple of people and like, yeah, man, I had really bad sinus pressure. It, it, it's kind of funny how different people, um, react to it. You know, like my wife didn't have it that the same day I had, she had it the next day. She felt sinus pressure really, really bad, but your blood pressure goes down when you rest. And that's one thing that I wanted to do. I didn't, uh, I missed the, the meetup and I really love doing the meetups, but I knew I needed to just lay down for a little bit. I needed to chill. And so uh, I just go, I just went into, you know, the easy chair and just laid there for, for the night when I got home and uh, was able to rest, rest a little bit. So I think that's really important. And knowing that you need to do that is important as well. So moving on here with this WebMD, when you rest, your digestion gets better, right? And so, uh, you know, there's not a lot there as far as, um, you know, I can experience that, but there are some people who experience that and you might have inflammation in your gut. So reading this here, it says relaxation reverses this process. It also lowers inflammation that can hurt your gut. Stress plays a role in many digestive problems like irritable bowel syndrome. So that's something to consider there. Is that something that you're dealing with? And also your breathing slows down. All right. And so that's one thing that you want to do. You want to make sure your breathing is down and you uh, you have a little bit of time to just settle down. Um, another thing that happens, your muscles relax. Another thing, you hurt less. And so when you relax, if you're at that heightened you know, you're always working, always pushing, you could be hurting. And, you know, it says here, and relaxation prompts your brain to release endorphins, chemicals that act as natural painkillers. So that might be something that uh, would be very uh, appropriate for you and necessary for you. Um, Another thing, you have better blood sugar, right? So when you rest, you have better blood sugar. Um, And then your immune system works better. And I think at this time, in where we are, we need to be able to have really healthy immune systems, not just because of the COVID thing, but because the hospitals and the doctors and the things that are going on, some of the things that you're hearing, it's just really crazy where they're coming from. And so if you don't need to go to the doctor, if you don't need to go, you know, to the hospital for whatever, then, you know, that's a a better move for you. You know, now if you do, you need to go, right? Don't get me wrong. But if you don't have to because you're keeping yourself healthy, then that's a better move. That's where you want to be, not only when the poop hits the fan, but right now as well. So this WebMD article also says that when you relax, you get to sleep better. Sometimes you might be unable to doze off even when you're worn out. This tired but wired state is a sign you're still in a fight or flight mode. Well, that's pretty interesting there. And so if you are, um, you know, you're not rested, you might not be able to sleep. It's, It's kind of this nasty cycle that you wind up finding yourself in. And I think that is it. So they talk a little bit about how you can relax. There's another article that I found by the Sleep Foundation in I thought this was interesting and they're a nonprofit organization and uh, I'm going to link to both of these articles if you want to go learn a little bit more. Um, of course, I didn't I didn't read the, the WebMD stuff, 
um, maybe read a couple of sentences, but this Sleep Foundation article, it's a long one, and I didn't want to really read everything, but I wanted to just talk about this part here. It talked about hormone levels. So sleep and the body's internal clock, or uh, circadian rhythm, play an important role in regulating the production of numerous hormones, including melatonin, which helps promote sleep, growth hormones, which support bone and muscle development, as well as metabolism, cortisol, which is part of the body's stress response system, leptin and ghrelin, which help control appetite, and hormone levels fluctuate during different sleep stages, and quality of sleep may also affect daytime hormone production. So I think that's important as well. So when you're, when you're thinking about this, think about, are you relaxing? Do you have a way to relax? Do you have time in your week to relax? Do you have a Sabbath? You know, is Sunday one of those days for you where you set aside time to rest and time to do things that uh, help promote that in your body? Because you really need that. Um, I want to go back to a story that, uh, I, that uh, Dr. Scott Tunis. So if you... If you've been with me for a while, in episode 409, I interviewed Scott, Dr. Scott Tunis, and he was the owner uh, and founder of Survival Guard uh, Vitamins. And so since then, he has sold the company off, and they're still around, uh, I believe. And the vitamins are, are really good. I mean, they're, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've purchased them. I have them. And so uh, I really believe in, in the vitamins. But he told a story that I thought it just... Out of the whole interview, that this really stood with me on you know throughout the, throughout all this time, and so the the story goes like this: it goes if if you get in your car and you you know get up to a high speed seventy you know eighty driving on the highway, and that's if you can right in in Houston it's so congested congested on the on the freeways you rarely get to do that, but let's say you you know you get in your car and you're able to drive. 70, 80 miles an hour, you know, to get somewhere on uh, on a freeway. Your vehicle, for the most part, can do that, right? You, you don't normally have, un- unless you're already about to blow a gasket or you're, you know, you already have uh, some, some, you know, something's leaking and then, you know, driving at that high speed causes it to, to completely bust. Most cars can handle that without any problem. But if you get onto a racetrack, and you race for hours and hours and hours at 100 miles an hour, most vehicles are going to start having issues running at that speed because they weren't created, or that maybe if they haven't been maintained correctly, they're not able to do that. So, um, you know, because you think about like, like the Indy 500 and you see, you know, NASCAR and you see all these different, you know, races where they're just racing at this high speed for all, you know, for, for the whole day, basically. So he said, that's the same kind of deal when you are thinking about your body and thinking about what kind of vitamins and minerals and nutrients you have. For the most part, our daily habit of eating, whatever, you know, we're eating can get us through the day and we're okay. We can, we can kind of manage and, and you'll be fine. But if you are running at a high speed all the time and you are dealing with that all the time, then your body is eventually going to break down. And that's why you need to make sure you're, you're maintaining rest and, and relaxation and, and good sleep, but also having, you know, you're taking in good vitamins and, and different things like that. And so that story just, you know, just is one of those things that I always remember about that. 
when the poop hits the fan, then we're all going to be at that high rate of, uh, of activity. You know, there's going to be a lot of stress. You're going to be worried, especially those who know what could happen. Some of y'all are already there right now with, with, you know, the way that you're looking at the world and, and all the news that you're getting, you know, and so you're always at that high rate. You need to make, make sure that you are managing that and able to deal with that by resting, by relaxing, by keeping yourself as healthy as possible. Now, I'll tell you that I'm not in the best shape that I should be in, definitely. And this last year, I, I kind of experienced this with the stress. And I didn't even, and th- this goes back to the fact of sometimes you don't even realize you're stressed, right? So this last year, this last uh, school year for me was very, very stressful. And I got shingles two times. And it's, it's really crazy because when I started feeling it, is I, I, I thought it was, you know, I started feeling it in like in my shoulders. And I thought it was just like I needed to go to the chiropractor. I needed to get adjusted. I just, you know, I needed to stretch. I was stretching. I was doing all this kind of stuff. Um, I was putting cream to help. Um, I, actually, I was putting a lot of cream. I was putting a lot of just kind of like liquid um, heat, you know, just trying to to uh, relax my muscles as much as possible because it just felt really crazy. And then all of a sudden I started getting these, it looked like burns. And at first I thought they were, they were like chemical burns because I was putting on so much, you know, cream and I was putting on so much, uh, you know, of that, of, of, uh, you know, essential oils and different things like that. I'm like, man, I put on too much. And I started getting these, these little burns and these little sores. And, uh, eventually like, no, <laughs> that's shingles. And so I uh, was able to take medicine, but then probably, you know, a couple of months later it was, I got it again. Now, because I realized it and I, I, I knew what to look for, I, I, I caught it really early this time. But the fact is, is that I wasn't even feeling like I was stressed. I mean, if you would have asked me, Todd, are you stressed? I would have told you no, you know, it's just because that's just seems like you start going at this rate that you don't even realize you're going and you're staying in this rate of just, you know, stress and high activity and, and, uh, staying up late and waking up early and doing, you know, what you need to do to be able to push through and you don't even realize what's happening. And so, uh, you know, there's just kind of a wake up call for me to be able to, to realize that and to, uh, to remember that I need to manage my, Uh, Not only that, my stress level and the things that I'm doing a little bit better, but I need to take care of myself as 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 much as possible. And it's something that that uh, we're trying to do here in in, in my household. One of the things she said was um, here, Jennifer talked about it in her article was talked about having hobbies. And I think that's a great way to relax if your hobbies cause you to relax. If you have a hobby that stresses you out, then no, right? So you, you don't want to do that. But having a hobby that allows you to settle down and uh, allows you just to think about that and not the world around you and all the stress that's going on, I think that's uh, really smart. And I love that she talked about how it causes you to be creative. I live very close to my work and uh, so I don't have a very long drive, but I have found that when I get to get in my truck and I get to go 
and uh, and drive. So this is this isn't my hobby, but when I have that downtime of maybe not even putting on a podcast because I listen to podcasts, I listen to audiobooks uh, all the time, and so not even put that on. I just drive. A lot of the times, that's what where I get that creative side that comes out for me, you know. And so everyone's going to be a little bit different. And uh, that's where I just get the process. And I, I almost don't want to say it's like, you know, how when you when you drive and, and you're just kind of like you're not uh, you're not even really paying attention. Uh, I mean, I know that's really bad to say. Right. Uh, I don't necessarily I don't have a I don't have a Tesla truck. You know, I'm actually driving. But, you know, it's just like you're kind of on autopilot. Right. And you just you just it's the same route you take all the time. And and, and you just you know where you're going and all those different kinds of things. But it allows your mind to uh, to think about you know other things and when you are allowed to do that uh, for me at least I'm able to that's where my the creative juices start flowing in fact a lot of the times sermons come to me like that the sermons for Sunday morning come to me like that ideas for the for the podcast ideas for the website uh, come to me and sometimes it's kind of dangerous because I start getting ideas and that means more time and more effort and I'm like uh, okay maybe I shouldn't you know, do that. Maybe I should uh, consider, uh, you know, putting that on the back burner or, you know, how can I incorporate that into what I'm already doing? But I love being, having that creative side or having that ability and that opportunity to think creatively because it makes me feel good. At least that I'm, I'm being productive, right. In that I'm doing something that, um, that I still, I'm still getting ideas. I'm still feeding myself with, or still have those, uh, that ability to critically think and see how I can, you know, better the world that I, that I'm in. And so I, I really do appreciate that. So maybe you need a, you need a hobby that is not stressful, and that would be helpful. Uh, reading books, like she talked about, uh, having family time where you're just playing a game, I think that is uh, is good as well. Where you're just kind of hanging out. I think it's really important to consider this and to be thinking about, you know, am I getting enough rest? Is my are my family members getting enough rest? Um, you know, this rest leads to better health. So just a quick recap, rest is an important part of staying healthy, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Find time to rest and let your body and mind recover from all the craziness of this world. Well, guys, like I said, I'm going to link to this article, like always, into the show notes and the other two that I talked about from WebMD and uh, Sleep Factory on that one too. Well, guys, that's it for episode 708. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 handpicked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware. Peace.